Welcome back to the show, everybody. So excited to have you here. My name is Cami Wilkie. If you're new to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast, and here we are all about teaching online coaches how to get more clients and turn their businesses into a money-making machine so that they can improve the lives of not only their clients, but their families' lives and be a blessing to other people. And one of our main aspects of this show is, like I said, teaching coaches how to get more clients. That is the three words that I hear more than anything else. Cami, I need to get more clients, get more clients, get more clients. And so I talk about how to get more high ticket clients a lot of times through using Instagram. That is where most of my sales I've closed, been so blessed to close over a quarter of a million dollars in my business, even with a tiny Instagram audience. And most of those sales have come from Instagram. However, as you obviously know, I do have a podcast, which you're listening to right now. Thank you very much. And today, one of my friends and one of my clients inside of my signature program, High Ticket Powerhouse, Pamela Krista, is coming onto the show to talk to you about how you can actually get more clients through podcasting. Let me tell you a little bit about Pamela. Not only is she an online business owner who helps other moms launch binge-worthy podcasts, she also helps women grow existing podcasts. She also helps women manage their podcasts. Oh, and she's a mom of five. So she is basically Wonder Woman. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from Pamela. She is amazing. She's incredible. And you will hear that inside of this episode. And if launching a podcast has been on your radar, then Pamela is definitely the woman that you want to have in your corner. Without further ado, here's Pamela. Hey, coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high-ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, My husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high-ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this.
Pamela, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. You are just a total force to be reckoned with. Wife, mom of five, and of course, a podcasting coach. How do you do it all? Oh my gosh, I get this question a lot. And honestly, I just do it. I do it messy. And it's hard. It's overwhelming. But I just do it. And yeah, I just do it. it. I love it. I, I love the Nike logo. Just do it. I think so many times people oh, get yeah. up and like, oh, but it's hard. It's like, it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. And sometimes like you just have to do it. So yeah, you're an inspiration. Absolutely. I'm so excited. I appreciate that. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, I want to turn it over to you to have you uh, introduce yourself to the audience. You are a good friend of mine, a colleague in the online coaching space, a student inside of High Ticket Powerhouse, and an absolute podcast expert. And I'm so excited to let the listeners hear because your mission, like with your coaching business, is to help other moms. Obviously, this is we have a lot of moms here, the Bible's babies and business podcast, helping them grow their business through podcasting. And today, I know that we're going to talk about specifically how can an online coach get more clients through podcasting so let me just turn it over to you i'd love if you told us how did you get to this podcasting space yeah well first of all kimmy thank you so much it is such an honor to be here and um i know this episode is not about high ticket powerhouse but i like kimmy said am a student and it is incredible it has helped my business exponentially um but so you're gonna have to have me on again to talk about that but um yeah so I started in the online space as a blogger and um, really because I've always loved writing um, and I found myself creating other blogs for myself and I had to like ask myself, why am I creating these blogs? Um, and it was because I like doing it. So then I took that and I was like, well, let me just help other people do this while I can make money and stop kind of like wasting my time. So I helped other moms get their blog set up um, and then I found Show It. Um, so I was a web designer for a little bit and got my feet wet with that for almost a year. Um, and that was really fun and exciting. And, um, while I was a web designer, I had this idea and I was like, I want to start a podcast. And I knew that I wanted to start a podcast to nurture my audience. At the time I was building web design or I was building websites for virtual assistants. So the goal of my podcast was to nurture virtual assistants and, um, get clients for web design. And so I took about four months and I did the research. I did everything I possibly could to make sure that I launched this in a way that was strategic. Um, and then I launched my podcast in October. Um, I have two podcasts, but the, the first one I launched is called Mama Knows Business. And it did so well. I mean, I got, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head anymore, but I had like 600 downloads within like eight weeks. And to me, that was like incredible. And then I had like, over like 25 reviews within the first like six weeks of launching and it just kind of like blew my mind and everybody was telling me like they loved it and um I just had such good feedback and then not only that I realized right after I launched Mama's Business that I just I loved everything about podcasting like the the recording the planning the editing um the uploading the scheduling just like just everything that podcasting you know is and I thought to myself, is it crazy if I just like stop offering web design services and just offer podcasting services? Um, and in a nutshell, that's literally what I did. It was a span of like a week and I 
totally changed my website around and I started telling people, hey, like I'm not offering web design anymore. I'm doing all things podcasting. Um, and it's been about 13 months now and going strong. And I, I absolutely love it. I've definitely found my passion in the online business space. And so, yeah, I just, I love helping other moms launch their podcast. Um, I do podcast management. I do power hours. I do audits. And it's just incredible. Um, it's just awesome. I love it so much. So in a nutshell, that's my story and how I got into this space. Yeah. And what, like your story sounds like mine in the sense that like when I started, I started as a fitness coach and then like I made a, a pivot yeah. and then another pivot and then another pivot. And, but all of those pivots had a purpose and it led to like what you're doing now and the skills that you've cultivated. And so like the Lord wastes nothing. And that's what I, that's what I love it. Even in, even in the pivots, um, because I have had many of them, it's all for purpose, his purpose. And so that's incredible. So we were talking right before we hit record and I was telling you that I started my business on Instagram, which it's kind of wild to me that we get to have access to essentially this free marketing platform. Like how wild is that? Like, like show me another type of business. Like what brick and mortar gets free access to marketing? You pay for newspaper ads, you pay for the building on the street location, you pay for the billboard, you pay for the the radio advertisement and the the TV commercial. And yet with online business, we literally can use this little pink app on our phone and get free marketing. Now, of course you can pour ads into it. You can, you can pay for it if you want, but you don't have to. And so that's why I started because I was hashtag broke when I started business, but shortly after, and I say shortly, it was about two years later, I also added another branch of my business, another, another marketing uh, pillar. And that was the podcast. And I was telling you right before the show, I, what I love about podcasting is dang near free. Like, yes, you got to buy your microphone, a good headphone set, which I still yet have to buy. And you're like, you have to, you know, have like a place to host the podcast. I use, um, Podbean, but other than that, it is basically free traffic. And yes, you can pour yeah. into it, like like you could pour money into ads and 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 all that. But like it's basically free. And yeah. so mine is like my mind is like, why wouldn't we use this? Absolutely, it's yeah. And I I love Podbean first of all. Um, and there's just so many different ways that you can you know grow your business. But podcasting is just. It's so informal, especially now, you know, people are busy, so they just want to like listen and they want to listen on their own time. And so that paired with it being essentially free is just like an amazing way to grow your business. Right. And I don't know if these are like exact numbers, but it was a couple of years ago, I heard uh, a podcasting expert say that podcasting had grown like about like 30%. And I don't know if that's annually, it's growing like at 30%, but basically podcasts were on the rise. Like when I started my business yeah. in 2019, there were podcasts, but it wasn't the hype that it is now. Yeah. Well, even I love talking about this because even though podcasting has grown exponentially, like it just continues to grow. I read an article a couple of weeks ago that says audio listening, I forget the exact word that they used, um, is the highest that it's ever been now even prior to covid and um what is so cool about that is you can have like there are you know so many blogs but there are 
less podcasts out there than there are blogs. So that tells us that like there, it's not saturated. Like people think blogging is not even saturated. Um, I'm actually finally in the position where I'm going to start blogging again, which feels really good. But even though there's so many blogs out there, it's not going to stop me. I can still get my content seen. You just have to do it the right way. But my point in, in saying that is that, um, there are, even though podcasting is, even though podcasting is growing, um, it's not saturated and you can still stand out with, um, with a podcast, even if there's multiple topics on what you want to talk about. For example, um, I have a client who is gearing up to launch a podcast about Pinterest. There's not really a lot of podcasts out there about Pinterest. There's a few, um, one really reputable one, but there's not a lot. So she has a good leg to stand on with her, with her business and with her podcast. So it's not, it's not saturated. And the other thing that I love about podcasting is that even though there are different or similar topics, nobody is you. So you bring a unique aspect that nobody else does. So I just, I love that about podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. And and to kind of like touch on that and, and finish that note, it's, podcasting is, there's a lot of people that start podcasts and not a lot of people that keep going with podcasts. So there, yeah, oh, sure, yeah. maybe like millions of podcasts out there, but I don't know the exact stat off the top of my head, but it's like the amount of people that actually keep going and like active podcasts is a fraction of the amount of podcasts that are actually out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And it it is work. I mean, it's not, it is almost free, but like you do have to, I mean, you don't have to. And that's the other cool thing just about online business in general or about podcasting, you can put as much effort into it as you want. You can have it as a hobby podcast. You can do that. That's fine. But if you're growing a business, like there is definitely a strategic way. Um, so, you know, you do have to put time in, but it's so worth it. Um, and it also, it's not a get rich quick either. Like it takes time just like blogging does, just like, you know, getting on Pinterest. It takes time for, um, people to listen and people to buy from you. I think the statistic that I just um, saw recently, and Kimmy, maybe you know this fact, how long does it take somebody to buy from you on Instagram? They have to see it at least 20 times, right? It's like something like that. What I've seen, and it's kind of of the the combination of two statistics, is it can take anywhere between 19 to 33 times of somebody seeing you pitch your offer before they're able to invest in it. Right. And so I think that it's half of that with a podcast. I think it's like nine times. Mm. Um, so it just, it built, it's, it's so intimate podcasting is, and it just builds this other level of, um, trust and credibility that only you can give. Right. Because when, when you're on Instagram, I mean, it's called Instagram. I mean, unless you're making money on the app, like me, like you, most people use Instagram to like pass time when they're bored yeah. and stay in touch with their family and friends. They're not usually going on Instagram with the thought of selling something or buying something. They're going on Instagram and they're passively absorbing that content. But when somebody presses play on an episode, they're like mentally committing to at least yeah. 15 minutes with that person of uninterrupted. It's only that person in their ear. And that that's few and far between when it comes to social media. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily call podcasting social media, but it's certainly very close to that, to that brand, that space of marketing. You just don't yeah. get up with it with Instagram. And and I love Instagram. That's where I, I hang out. That's yeah. where I've made most of my money, but Instagram has its perks, 
but so does podcasting. And so what I'd love for you to kind of transition us into is because the number one goal of women on this show, and we have a lot of moms and almost all of them are coaches, is they want to get more clients. That is the three words that I hear more than any other words ever for my audience. Yeah. Cammy, I need to get more clients. And it's interesting. They don't say sign more clients. They don't say make more money. Although, you know, that's inferred. Um, yeah. But they always say, I need to get more clients. And so Pam, I'd love if you kind of opened up that can of worms of like, how could an online coach use podcasting to get more clients? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I did want to go back to something that you said really quick before I lose my train of thought. Um, you know, like you said, Instagram is Insta, it's instant. And so when you post something on Instagram, it only lasts for like, I don't even think it lasts for 24 hours, to be honest. I really think it has a window span of just like a, maybe a day, I don't know, or 12 hours, but your podcast lives on forever. So people will continue to find you and continue to listen to your episodes and continue to go back to even the very first episode and just kind of like listen and binge. Um, but Cammy, to answer your question, it, it boils down to what are you, what are you coaching on? Like, what is your niche? And um, Cammy, what you so beautifully do is you help women find or create an irresistible offer, right? So once we have what we're offering, and this could be a few things, this could be one thing, you take that offer and then you create content around that offer and you create episodes about that. So this could be like how to do this, or this is why you need this. Um, you know, bringing other people on the show to highlight that bringing your client on the show is an incredible way to grow um, your podcast and your business in general, because it's like, it's, uh, it builds your reputation. So bringing your clients on the show and just building episodes around what you're selling, whether, you know, that's a coaching offer, it could be a course, it could be, um, a new offer. I'm doing a really awesome bundle in January and I'm going to create episodes on Mama Knows Business about the bundle. And on Mom's Who Podcast, which is my other podcast, I didn't say that. Um, so that podcast launched in January because I have a passion for obviously podcasting and just helping other moms get their voice heard. And so that podcast is really just a tool for any mom in the online space who wants to grow her podcast. And on that show, I, I pitch my offers right on the podcast. I can help you launch a podcast. I can help you manage it. I do power hours. I do audits. So just taking your offers and then just creating episodes around that is like the best way that you can get clients with a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's so fun to hit record and just let yourself flow. It's, it's kind of like being a fly on the wall. And when I first started, I scripted everything down to like the ands, the buts and the thes. Like I, was, I did too. It was so scripted. Now I have, so, I have notes, I have notes on the screen, but yeah. then I just kind of hit record and let my personality go. And it's super fun for me to see like the personality that for me that comes out on the podcast is very much a tough love approach. It's, I can be more direct on the podcast because I'm speaking to a group of people. It's kind of like if you were to walk across like a bed of needles, it's like surface area. Like if you, if you had a million needles and somebody's like, Hey, walk across that. Like that would be easier than stepping on one needle, right? And so yeah. I kind of think of the, the podcast is like, I'm able to give a, a more direct, less fluffy, very straightforward, hard 
tough love message to a lot of people. And people usually don't feel as like called out as if it, as if I were to call one singular person out, which is like not, when I say call somebody out, I, I mean like in a tasteful way, like a big, that's why we hire yeah. coaches is so that they can help us see what we're not seeing in our own business. And so anyway, I digress, but it's super fun to like, let my personality shine in a, in a very unfiltered way on the podcast and to see people be really, really receptive to that. So it's, it's so fun to see that come to life. The question that I wanted to ask you next is kind of like, we're turning things on their head a little bit. What are the most cringiest things that you see podcasters doing that just makes you want to say like, Oh my gosh, please let me help you. No, 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 no. Don't make that mistake. Like, give me like things. I love this question. I actually, you know, I actually almost did like a Halloween themed episode about this, but I decided not to, but anyways, I love this question. So, um, whenever I see somebody launch a podcast and they have like no trailer, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, you're missing the mark. Because when you have a trailer for your podcast, it's almost like a movie trailer, right? So it's like, we watch it. We don't get the full picture. We just get like a little bit. And so when you're launching a podcast, a trailer is so important because you are allowing them to like get a taste of what your podcast is going to be about. But there's also um, another reason why is because when you're launching a podcast inside of whatever podcast host you choose. So like Kimmy, you're using Podbean. I use Captivate. It doesn't really matter which one you use though, but um, for what I'm saying anyways, um, when you're getting ready to launch a podcast and you have a trailer, it counts as an episode. Kind of weird. It's not technically an episode, but it counts as one. And in order to submit to Apple, you have to have um, an episode, quote unquote, submitted. So you can use that as your trailer. And then the strategy there is to about a week later, submit um, or upload and schedule your first three episodes. And that just gives them like, okay, now it's launched. We're going to binge these three episodes. And then from that point on, you do like weekly episodes. That's how I guide my students and clients. But um, I would say that's definitely cringy when it's like they don't have a trailer because it's like, oh, you're just, you're missing the mark on, you know, downloads and, you know, just like letting people in on what your show is about. Um, and then cover art is a really big one. Um, I will share three things. I just released an episode about this on Moms Who Podcast. Um, but the three things that you must have that if you don't have, it's just super cringy. You have to have podcast cover art that like stands out because when you are in the podcast app searching for a podcast, um, there's two things that people see first, which is your podcast title and your cover art. And if they're not looking good and they're not feeling good, they're not going to click on your show. Once we get them to click on your show because of the artwork and the title of your podcast, then we have the episode titles that need to be juicy and a hook. They We need to get them to click. And so a cringy thing is like when they see these just absolutely short episode titles and I have no idea what it's about. And for myself, I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm a busy mom. I do work the corporate world and I have a business and a husband and a life. And it's like, if I don't know what the podcast episode's about, I'm not going to click on it. That's just how I feel. I want to know what I'm clicking. I want to know what I'm getting. And so, yeah, those are just a few. Yeah, those are super important. I, re- I remember when I was starting the podcast and I was being, well, I was being mentored by somebody and they really emphasize the cover art. Like the cover art is huge. And yeah. I get it. Like, like I've made my own cover art before. And I'm not saying that you, you can't get away with it. You absolutely can. But like, 
there's, when you open up the podcast app, there's so many cover art photos that they're not bad, but they, they are, they look not pristine. They don't look excellent. They don't look, they don't stand out. Like you said, and yeah, you could have the best possible podcast, but if you're not visually captivating people in those first few seconds, when they're, when you're one of 50 episodes, or excuse me, if you're one of 50 podcasts that they could choose, like you're, you're doing yourself and your audience a disservice by not having a really captivating visual draw in a visual hook for people. Yeah, absolutely. And I just did a fun reel, which I need to post my other one, but I did a fun reel with my kids and I was like, okay, for fun, like, do you like this podcast art or this podcast art? And you know, the ones they chose were the ones where people were smiling and they have like a picture and it wasn't just like words and, um, you know, the placement of the words easily seen and, and stuff like that. So, uh, you can definitely do podcast cover art yourself as long as you know what should be on there, which I would say if you have a picture of yourself, um, totally use it. Pictures, you know, for your business are really important. Um, your obviously podcast title. And then, um, if you can put your name, put your name and then, um, like a little tagline, like for moms who podcast, it says empowering moms to profit by podcasting or something. I don't know exactly. Um, but just like a short little tagline is really helpful as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So as we kind of like wrap up the episode here, what would you say is your biggest piece of advice for the online coach that is a mom and she has a high ticket offer? She has a high ticket coaching offer. She wants to use podcasting in order to bring awareness to that offer. She has a podcast. She's been posting, but she's she's really not sure how to actually get the clients. Can you share like your biggest piece of advice directly to her? Yeah, so I would say to not give up, like keep going. Don't stop publishing episodes because you're not sure, you know, what to do. Um, I would just say to keep, you know, you, if you have your irresistible offer, just continue to try to create episodes that align with that offer. And then don't be afraid to just sell right in your episodes and say, Hey, you know, the episode, obviously episode content is this. And then, you know, during the episode or as you're talking about it, however you feel called to do it. Hey, if you need help with this, this is something that I do. You have to be very specific and you have to let them know what step you want them to take. So if you want them to click the link in the show notes, you need to tell them that. If you want them to go to a direct website, you need to tell them that. Spell the website out. Um, So that would be my biggest advice is just not give up and sell directly in those episodes and create episodes that are directly aligned with that irresistible offer. I love that. I love that you were like, don't... Don't kind of beat around the bush when you're when you're selling your offer. Tell people directly what it is that you're doing. You're already providing value. So like if you if they're on your episode, like you have permission to sell to them. Number one, it's your podcast, but also you're you are bringing them such value that it's like, hey, here's where you can get more of this. If you're finding this episode valuable, we go deeper inside of XYZ offer, and you can get access to that, that offer in the show notes. And I love that you're you're saying that your call to actions have to be super, super strong, not passive, not like, let me know if you want to, you know, talk about this. (laughs) It's like, do you want them to send you an email? Do you want to slide into your DMs? Is there a link in the show notes? Specifically, what call to action do you have for them? Yeah, I had to have that talk with my clients because she would say stuff like, let me know. And it's like, no, they're not going to let you know. You have to tell them what to do. So important. 
Right. Absolutely. Well, Pamela, thanks so much for coming on the show. Can you tell people where they can come hang out with you? I know you have a couple of different places. Yeah. So my website is PamelaKrista.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-A. Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot. I'm also at Pamela Krista. And then you can also find my two podcasts, Mama Knows Business and Moms Who Podcast. Love it. And so what we'll probably do is we'll link your Instagram below and then um, we'll also link your podcast below. That way people have a yeah. direct line to that. And tell people just real quick about the bundle that you're launching in January. Yeah. So the bundle is going to be live on January 8th. It's called the Moms Get Visible Bundle. Um, Cami is a part of it. So if you haven't taken her free masterclass called the Get Clients Code, then you can definitely sign up for that and take that. Um, but yeah, it is a bundle with a resource of um, collaborations that have been with other moms in business to get your business more visible online. And so that will be available for absolutely free on January 8th. Um, and uh, you can go to momsgetvisible.com for that information to sign up for the waitlist. Love it. Thank you, Pamela. I'm so excited that we got to do this. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cammie. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.